Welcome to the Gaining Momentum Podcast with your hosts, Abby and Megan. This is the podcast where we try our best to parent our kids for the world we want them to grow up in and the world we live in now. Welcome, welcome, Gaining Momentum community. Abby and I are here back for another mini-sode. How's everybody doing? I hope everyone's doing great. Abby, how are you? I am here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Minute to minute, I feel like my, I could be feeling anything at any given moment on any given Sunday, which is a movie. Do you think that movie holds up? I think we need to watch it and do a mini-sode about it. <laughs> I remember I really, really liked that movie. I loved that movie, but I guarantee that it's got some problems. <laughs> <laughs> On a rewatch in 2021, it's probably got some problems. Oh, gosh, that think? makes me, yeah, it's funny. Anyway, whatever. I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent, but I was just going to say it. I was like, ready for it. Funny how much things have changed so quickly in our lifetime, which I guess also makes sense since Mm -hmm. our next week's episode will be parenting in the digital age. Yeah. Unintentional link, but yeah, I love it. How we're able to evaluate things. Mm -hmm. uh, Just like a kind of at the blink of an eye and be like, Oh, oh, you know what? Like this is what we thought then, but this Mm -hmm. is what's going on now. And so like that movie, we appreciate it then. And maybe doesn't hold up now. Yeah. Maybe I can still appreciate it. I was just going to say, do you think we can still, I I mean, that's, let's put that question on the table. Can we still appreciate things from even handful of years ago that have problems in the moment that we're in right now? Can you, can we continue to like enjoy what's there and acknowledge and recognize like where those problems live? I don't know. What do you think? Oh, that's a good one. I I feel like it's kind of a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. I think it depends a little bit on like what the kind what the content is and what's changed about it. Totally. But yeah, I feel like yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a lot of things. Yeah. Hard no for some other things. Although I'd be hard for pressed sure. to come up with an example off the top of my head of a hard no. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know, long duck dong. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yep. But that's uh, a hard no. I think. Yeah, that's a hard no. I feel like maybe it didn't even hold up at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. There was probably critique at the time, but it just wasn't like the mainstream discussion. Yeah. But anyway, does it give you like a little bit of hope though that like we are moving the needle that like we have seemed to take in like a kind of a tight upcline incline upcline. <laughs> yeah, I like that upcline. In, uh, upcline. Kevin Klein. Our <laughs> Kevin Klein. Upcline. Calvin Klein. Um, <laughs> Did I just rap? I know, I'm like, I like, we just freestyle? turned this into like spoken word, but let's do this. I'm pretty sure I just freestyled anyway. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. Like in our like sharp uptick or up upward uh, trajectory around like our, our ability to be like progressive and critical. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's encur- is it encouraging. Maybe I think it is encouraging. And that actually reminds me of what Chwina said in our last episode about mm-hmm. pushing back against educational institutions and totally. pushing back on the narratives that were being fed in, as part of our learning. Absolutely. And just like the, um, the, the things that are now commonplace to, to sort of talk about and ask about and incorporate mm-hmm. and um, prioritize that have shifted so dramatically, even in the last five years, mm-hmm. I would argue, uh, particularly around like our conversations around reconciliation, mm-hmm. which I know is like Chuenis noted is like not her favorite term. So I yeah. want to acknowledge that yeah, because she um, as the person who had people coming to her land or to her ancestors mm-hmm. land, she doesn't mm-hmm. have anything she needs to reconcile. 
Yeah, it's like it's a term that suggests that there's responsibility on multiple ends yeah. where there isn't. Yes. So I would say shifting that to like thinking about like decolonization or like um, really like studying the impacts of colonialism and not just studying them, but responding in ways that are reparative, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not that that's like necessarily fully possible, but um yeah, in the in the day we live in, but even the way that she spoke about like what opportunities of it are available to her in her PhD program mm-hmm. that maybe five years ago would not be available as a medium for knowledge production. Yes, um, this sort of like decolonized like ways of knowing and ways of sharing mm-hmm. and tr- like actually thinking about those things and yeah, like it's it's it is like hopefully something that we see in even steeper incline in as we move forward in the years to come for sure and I would love to hear more from our gaining momentum community about their thoughts and practices around decolonization I know we put out our poll uh, and didn't get as much feedback as usual but that doesn't mean that we don't Mm -hmm. still want to hear from everybody might just mean people need a little longer to chew on that and think about what they're doing and what they're seeing and what they want to do moving forward so the lines are always Mm -hmm. open don't totally. call us, but yeah. you can Facebook us, you can Instagram <laughs> us, you can email us. There are ways yeah. to find us and we would love to know. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. And the responses that we did get did suggest that um, even though we're making gains in the way that even in like school settings, non-post-secondary, but like elementary and secondary, mm-hmm. where we are having conversations around decolonization and col- colonize, call, oh my God, if I could speak colonialism Mm -hmm. as an institution and colonization um, even though those are happening in those environments and they're like our new reapproaches to curriculum and history and all those pieces responses that we did get did suggest that like we're not we're not quite there in terms of doing enough yes there's more to be done and there's more to be said uh, and there's more to be reevaluated. So we definitely want to hear from you. Absolutely. And you said about whether we're doing enough, which kind of made me tweak to the show that we, well, mm-hmm. I've watched, and I think you'd be really into. It's called Doing yep. the Most with Phoebe Robinson. So <laughs> yes. she's not only doing enough, she's doing the most. I want to watch it because I love Phoebe Robinson. And so far, based on who I've seen, like who she's guesting mm-hmm. with for this, mostly loving the folks that she's also um, having on. Well, first of all, let's talk about Phoebe Robinson. Yes. Absolutely. Phoebe Robinson is a comedian. She's an actress. She's a best-selling writer or author of three books. I think think it is two with a third on the way, I believe. And she was half of the very successful podcast slash performing performance hosts Mm -hmm. group. I don't know what you want to call them, but two dope Queens with uh, Jessica Williams. Mm -hmm. And Phoebe's so she's unreal. Honestly, her podcast, black Fraser just (laughs) makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. And like that theme song, I mean, it, it's competitive with the gaining momentum theme song for a uh, podcast theme song jams. Oh, yeah, it's for a, sure. It's a banger. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Back to doing the most with Phoebe yeah. Robinson. Yes. Meg, she you, you've got to watch this. I know. So on the show, each episode is her with a famous friend learning an activity that she hasn't done before. Okay. <laughs> so I, there are two episodes out yeah. so far. The first episode is with a comedian, producer, author... I don't know, writer, like, yeah, extreme talent, Whitney Cummings. Mm -hmm. And so she went to visit Whitney on her farm Mm -hmm. and just kind of learned about animals and then learned about horseback riding. (laughs) And it turns out Phoebe is not an animal person, not as in she harms animals, but she just doesn't have a high comfort level around them. Yeah. (laughs) 
So, and so like, it was, it was very funny. She was very skittish around some of them and just like her and Whitney, like they're obviously like they're comedians. So they're mm-hmm. both quick witted. They're both very funny. Yeah. And um, they're obviously close friends. And so it was a fun dynamic to watch. Awesome. I love that. And, and then the second episode, I know you will really love because we love Amber Ruffin. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Say more. Yeah. So Phoebe does gymnastics with Amber Ruffin because <laughs> apparently Amber Ruffin, who has her own, she's a, she was the first black writer, black female writer mm-hmm. out of a late night show. So she's one of the writers on late night with Seth Meyers. Yep. And she also has her own show Yay! Friday nights on Peacock yeah. called the Amber Ruffin show. Love it. Sorry. I like, I love that. I'm just plugging everybody on their managers. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to have so many ads for this mini sode and like, we're going to get promoted by Amber Ruffin. I know it. <laughs> But so apparently Amber was a gymnast at some point. Oh, cool. And so her and Phoebe go to gymnastics gym and do some tumbling <laughs> and some other activities. And then at the end, they do a floor routine. Oh, my God. That's judged by Sean Johnson. Get out of here. An Olympic like gold the, medalist, like, Sean Johnson. Gymnast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And oh, another Olympic medalist who's named Tim Taggart or something. I, I actually know. hadn't heard of him before. I don't know. But him. I was like, Sean Johnson. What? Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that sounds amazing. I, I want to know, though, let's say you got to be uh, one of Phoebe's celeb friends, because one day you probably will be. Um, I'm hyperventilating. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just need a moment right Catch now because this would be a dream. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be on the show. What are you going to do your most with with Phoebe? Ooh, what skill do I have to teach Phoebe Robinson? Yes. That could also allow comedic hijinks to ensue. Yeah, that's what I want to know. I, I honestly, I'm not sure. I maybe would try to teach her to play the piano. Oh, that's good. I like that. I feel like that would be hijinks heavy. Yeah, maybe we could write a song together. Oh, that's brilliant. That's a good one. I like it. <laughs> what would yours do? What would you do the most with that with Phoebe Robinson? First thing that definitely comes into my mind is that I think I would take her cross country skiing. Ooh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that would be funny. I could also I can picture those for I feel like like I can see it like it's really happening. We're like at the Nordic Center in the Okanagan and <laughs> Phoebe's like tangled <laughs> up in her equipment and we're learning how to cross country ski. And like there's just enough frustration that it would be funny. Yeah, but it wouldn't like tip over into like yeah. hostility. Yeah, exactly. No, I think I think that would be it. That would be fun. I mean, I'm making a big assumption that Phoebe Robinson doesn't already cross country ski, but I mean, it's possible just from what I've seen her discussing on Mm -hmm. like podcasts and stuff. I don't think so. But I do know she uses her Peloton. Yes. Peloton. Yes. Peloton. Oh my God. Why do suddenly, Peloton. you know, when you say things and you're like, is that how you say these words? Peloton. She's on the Peloton. <laughs> Has made a bit out of like on a number of occasions, her lack of athleticism. Yes. That's so, what I was picturing as well. Yeah. And also watching her do the gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to shout out Phoebe, Ro- shout out at Phoebe Robinson and just see, like, just putting these ideas in the universe and things that if she's was looking for uh, some new friends to try to do the most at a new activity. We're here for oh, yeah. it. We're here for you, Phoebe. And also, you know what else we're here for, Phoebe? After watching her and Amber episode, I have a dream about writing a screenplay for her and Amber to star. And I've That's never amazing. written one, but I've got some ideas. Yep. Just that episode made me laugh so hard <laughs> that I was like, I need more of yeah, this. Yeah, I love it. Are you thinking like buddy cop comedy, something along those lines? I was thinking buddy cop, but then I was like, eh, yeah, maybe, maybe not cop. Let's move it out but, of that atmosphere. Yeah, some sort of a buddy comedy. Some sort of I a buddy it. comedy. I like it. That's awesome. And if anybody wants to let us know what you're doing the most would be, who, what would you do the most? And who would you like to teach that activity to? That's a great idea. I love it. And with that, we are off 
to we are done another mini so <laughs> <laughs> we're off to be done this mini so guys <laughs> awesome we love you all see you next week we acknowledge that gaining momentum is recorded produced and edited on the unceded territory of the Selic okanagan people and the coast salish peoples including the territories of the musqueam squamish and tsleil nations gaining momentum Hosted by Megan and Abby. With artwork by Catherine Catchett. Music by Evan Dysart. Please check our show notes with each episode for more information on Catherine and Evan, plus how you can stay in touch with us through email, Instagram, and Facebook. We look forward to hearing from you.